That was uh, Deepak Chopra. Uh, fascinating human being. Very, very bright. Uh, has a million things going on. And uh, one of the things I'm impressed with, he can go from the abstract, and I mean way abstract, to the concrete uh, pretty quickly. And obviously he's thinking about a lot of um, philosophical stuff in addition to uh, developing uh, techniques and technologies to uh, develop consciousness. Yeah. Well, he always has, actually. I think, mm -hmm. you know, he was always very philosophically oriented, always looking for the answers to the big questions. It's probably what led him into, you know, away from his exclusive, you know, focus on being an MD and, and all that and found his way to a spiritual path and, um, and then Ayurveda and then other aspects of uh, Indian tradition and philosophy philosophy. So I, I suppose that's always been the case. Yeah, we might also refer people to an interview uh, we have uh, with uh, Paul Mills. Dr. Paul Mills is the uh, heads up his research institute. Paul's also a uh, professor at University of California at San Diego, mm -hmm. I think in the area of neurophysiology. And, uh, you know, they, they have a lot of projects going on. And now he has this foundation, which is working with, um, you know, people, uh, uh, that are in greater need, you know, uh, veterans, uh, inmates, that sort of thing. So he's really uh, uh, covered quite quite an uh, an area. And I must say, uh, he's extremely well known. I don't I don't think there are many people there is known worldwide. Uh, 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 you know, it, there's there are a few people that have more name recognition than he does. And, That's absolutely true. And quite quite frankly, I've talked to people, <clears throat> you know, in all parts of the world that have mentioned his books and, and have mentioned how they've been helped uh, by his writings and his uh, teachings. So, uh, yeah. you know, he certainly has had a, a positive effect on, on no, the people. No, it's pretty amazing. He's one of those people who are known by one name. You know, I, yeah. I, know, <laughs> I have a friend named Deepak, yeah. and he calls himself the other Deepak. Yeah, and, <laughs> so. and actually, he's one of the few people you could say Deepak or Chopra and the only person they think of is Deepak Chopra. <laughs> well, now there's apparently a movie star, a female movie star, with the last name of Chopra as well. Oh, so. my. She, she, there you go. It's a uh, competition. It's a... Program. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, you know, it, it's, it's an interesting life he's led from, you know, just anonymity to sudden fame. And, um, you know, and it's it's an interesting thing to be in that position where your your name and reputation gives you a tremendous audience and opportunity to to uh, do good in the world and to advance your own interests and so forth yeah. but it comes with a price you right. know people um, you know, there's people who speak very ill of Deepak, you know, people, you know, whether it's jealousy or uh, anger over something or the assumption that he's, you know, celebrity crazed or that he he's pretending to be a guru. I mean, all these things he's had to deal with. And, you know, you don't know how much of it is, uh, you know, just uh, the people's usual usual tendency to want to take down somebody who's rich and famous. Right, and, and I think also to many scientists who, they don't like the idea of uh, consciousness being separated from the activity of the brain, that it's primal no, and all. Sure. So, you know, so these are, are, are incredible questions, uh, you know, very profound 
subject. subject well, to that's discuss. one of the reasons I asked him that question, and because you know I've seen a lot of this um, exchanges uh, in the scientific world and the spiritual world about um, the attempt to integrate Vedic teachings or Eastern philosophies with modern science. You know, even you know. Uh, Fritjof Capra, who wrote the Tao of Physics, um, you know, around 40 years ago. I mean, he he went through that. People took exception to uh, what he was doing, saying it was you know pseudoscience. It wasn't accurate. It was it was a big stretch. It, you know, it's presumptuous. And you know, Deepak put himself on the line in that regard right. too. And he you know he has to deal with it in a different way because he's you know he's dealing with you know, subjects like what is consciousness in in the scientific community, there's very few people who even address it because it's just not something you can get a you know, your finger your hands around very easily or you, you do get, a, you get a lot a, of a study and get it funded. Yeah. You get but, a lot but he gets it even more because he's not a physicist. Mm-hmm. And you have you have to deal with physics when you when you make these kind of assertions. So probably why he teams up with people who who have that credential. Yeah, the guy that he wrote the book with, Supergenes, has impeccable credentials. He's a on the he's a neurologist on the faculty mm-hmm. of Harvard, and uh, Time Magazine had him as one of the hundred most influential people in 2015. So that, that gives a. I mean, Deepak is a scientific uh, background. He's a doctor. I think he started out as an endocrinologist. And yeah. uh, he, he, you know, so he has credentials, but this guy has, it, it's very hard to challenge uh, him, uh, his, his uh, partner in writing on that. The, the other thing I wanted to say is that for people who don't know this, you know, uh, and we, we also had uh, Deepak's daughter Malika on our show. She wrote a book uh, uh, about intent, I-N-T-E-N-T. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he was a regular medical doctor with a practice. Uh, right. He got introduced to Transcendental Meditation, Maharishi. Got involved in that. As a matter of fact, uh, I believe uh, uh, our friend Rick uh, Archer, who has the show uh, Boot at the Gas Pump, uh, I don't know if he initiated uh, Deepak Chopra into TM or he ran the course or whatever, but knows him from way back then. And, uh, you know, he, he, um, he, he's come from sort of obscurity and, and somebody that, that with his early medical practice had nothing to, even though he was, uh, his family's from India, he, he had no... Uh, background in meditation or yoga and any of those no. things and he's really gone no, through actually, the, the full the, the full range with it yeah uh, the story of how deepak came to meet maharishi and and become uh, you know the the one to uh, specialize in ayurveda and make that uh, bring that out to the general public and and all of everything that ensued um, i actually uh, cover that in American Veda. It's, mm-hmm. it's a brief overview, of, you know, because I profile a lot of people, and and Deepak is one of them. Uh, and it's a very interesting story because you know here he was, a Western trained MD, living uh, you know typical hard driving American dream lifestyle, being an endocrinologist in the, in the Boston area, and. Um, Stumbled and he was searching, like a lot of like you know Americans mm-hmm. who start searching for the answers to big questions when you find out you're living the dream but you're still unhappy, 
and um, still have to deal with the stuff of life. And he didn't have uh, a deep background in his own heritage, his own tradition at the time. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a very interesting story how he found his way into that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he... His father was a very well-known uh, cardiologist in New Delhi, mm-hmm. so he comes from a you know scientific and right. medical background. Right. He's very well educated. He's very knowledgeable. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard him talk about Shakespeare. He has long passages memorized for much of Shakespeare. He's a very bright guy. Uh, sure. I, I do think it's interesting too how it's evolved. You know, it started out with uh, meditation. Then he's become in the last few years, last several years maybe. Uh, much more in the area of the theoretical, of the metaphysical qu- questions uh, surrounding consciousness, brain physiology, you know, really uh, cutting-edge stuff between neurophysiology and physics. Uh, you know, there's, a, there, there's a, a, a lot of discussion, a lot going on. What is primal? What, where does it all come from? And we've had other guests on that have talked about this phenomenon of uh, the brain and its consciousness, a product of the brain, or is the brain something through which consciousness is filtered or individualized, uh, but, but uh, consciousness being always there, always present, uh, regardless of whether there is uh, that gray matter we call the brain or not? And, yeah, we should call people's attention to our interview with Larry Dossey. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a couple uh, coming up that will focus on that, on that uh, topic. We have uh, a scientist named Ed Kelly, who by the you know will be interviewed very soon, uh, so the, that's a, it's, this is a terribly important subject. Exactly. But, you know we should you know emphasize that while Deepak is engaged with that kind of uh, uh, research and um, uh, inquiry, uh, his Chopra Center outside San Diego still does everything it always has done, and you know it's, it's a very uh, a busy place where Ayurveda and meditation and all the, the whole package of uh, practices are and and uh, offerings continue, and um, it's good to see that he's you know established a foundation that's uh, doing uh, work, bring doing good right. things in the world. Right, because I- it's very easy to to you know. He's he had the image of somebody who you know caters to wealthy, you know self improvement oriented Americans, but you know, so that's not all that. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting, Phil. Uh, I've seen him. He was uh, always associated with celebrities and all that for a while, and it seems like he's drifted away from that. And maybe he did that to get name recognition or whatever. But now um, he he's more with academics and through his foundation working with more like kind of common folk and, and not focused on uh, the upper echelons of society. Uh, a couple other things I wanted to say. Uh, uh, one was that we welcome anybody, uh, you know, especially with expertise coming on the show that wants to argue why the brain, uh, the consciousness cannot exist without the brain and wants mm-hmm. to give the other side of it. The other thing I want to say is, that, and I was very happy I got to thank Deepak because that's a true story. It was a yeah. number of years ago. I didn't know Deepak. He didn't know me. I called his office. I figured some nurse or somebody would get on the phone and maybe give me some guidelines. He got right on the phone with me, and he was 100% attentive, and he asked me to send him information. Within a week, I got a letter back from him. This was before email, you know, and, and yeah. texting. 
I got a letter back from him. I was uh, really impressed by his sincere concern. I felt this is a guy that walks his talk. I'm sure he doesn't have the time to do that kind of stuff now because he's running all these right. foundations and everything. Uh, right. But, but uh, you know, to me, that, that, that said a lot. It meant a lot. That's great. Well, very good. Very good. Uh, we'll have to get him back when he has a little more time to yeah. explore some many, of these ideas. Many things to ask. All right, Phil, until okay. next time. Carry on. Next time. Bye. Bye.